John Brick, you got to do it. Hey everybody, welcome to the, the third episode of TV Dare. My name is Byron Hussey, I'm hosting the show tonight, and I'm joined by James Sheaves. Hi everyone. And Gumba Masta. Hello. These guys are a couple of pretty good guys. Pretty good. Oh, Jay, thanks. <laughs> you only say that because you don't know me. I, I mean, I... You know, I'm just being nice. <laughs> so, tonight's episode is it was I was going we were going to talk about um, actually we we're going to talk about Are You Afraid of the Dark? But I had a um, a change of heart at the last minute because of all the um, the the recent chatter about the recent uh, the the new Ghostbusters movie. I thought maybe we could talk about the um, the crappy original. Uh, Ghostbusters TV series that aired in 1975 and had nothing to do with the uh, the movie they made in 1984 and the subsequent uh, cartoon spin-off that they made from the original 1975 live action children's situation comedy to cash in on the success of the <laughs> samely named movie uh, which also had its own cartoon spin-off which was I think actually probably oh, worse. Oh, the real Ghostbusters. Yeah, the real Ghostbusters. I think it was actually worse than the um, the the uh, filmation <laughs> Ghostbusters. But we can get into that. That's a it could be a, maybe oh, too, shut up. too hot. A shut time. up. What do you know? It's probably too hot. It's a horrible time. taste. <laughs> I did have the. Uh, I think the voice of Garfield did play um, Bankman. Uh, so uh, how are you guys doing? Um, well, all, all the worse for having been exposed to these these dreadful programs. Okay. Well, I I think that um, you know, this is you know, like this is character building. You know, we're we're sort of you know, so happiness through suffering. You know, like the the Buddhist philosophy. That sounds that sounds a little bit Arbeit Mark Frey to me. Well, I don't know what that means. So. It's- it's the it's what's written on the gate on Auschwitz. Oh, oh that's, that's very dark. It's very dark. Um, but Gumbo seems to have liked these. Um, so this is. I feel like your suffering has sort of been offset by his pleasure in the scheme of things. That um, sounds cosmic. Yeah. Also, I'm feeling pretty well. You're fe- you're sorry. You're feeling what? I'm feeling pretty well. Being being real pretty well pretty good feeling oh he's feeling Health good wise. okay sorry i thought you said i'm feeling pretty <laughs> real which is like that's pretty cool like keeping it real um it's all good yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I took uh copious notes but really it was just lots of stuff i copied and pasted from uh wikipedia um <laughs> but just a little background um on on how these uh, how these these programs came to be, um, these were the original the original Ghostbusters was produced by a an animation studio that dabbled in live action um, programs uh, called Filmation, which was um, created in 1963 by a guy named Lou Schimer or Schemer Schimer. Hal Sutherland, and um, these guys came out of a uh, a different um, production company, animation studio that made um, Popeye cartoons and the Bozo the Clown show. So this is this uh, has its <laughs> high pedigree. <laughs> this has the DNA in that uh, that early uh, junk. 
Um, <laughs> apparently, also somebody um, involved owned the Ready Whip ice cream company, but I'm not sure. I'm sort of skimming. Um, so the uh, uh, filmation made uh, a, a lot of um, cartoons. I think they they did um, Fat Albert, which was a uh -huh. um, Bill Cosby. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> you gotta get at least one Cosby mentioned in each episode. <laughs> Somehow it just happens. I don't know. And uh, uh, some other shit. Space Academy, Jason of Star Command. Um, right, these are their live action stuff. They did. They did. Yeah, a, that, um, that's all the stuff that was on CBS at the time. Yeah, they did. They did um, sh a Shazam. They were diversifying. Yeah, they did a Shazam, a Shazam show based on um, Captain Marvel. Uh. And they did also a show called The Secrets of Isis. Do you think that's... Um, the <laughs> I actually read about that one today when I was reading about this show. Oh, really? The, yeah. The, it was about the, like, the new caliphate, new, new global caliphate. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a superhero program about uh, you know, establishing a global Sharia state. <laughs> horrific beheadings. This is hilarious. Oi. Oh, man. So many sex slaves. Oh god. Okay. I'm just oh, yeah, I'm looking at it too. Lights of Mystery Mountain. That's the first episode. Fool's Dare. Spots of a Leopard. That's I assume this is like an Egyptian thing, not not actually uh Well, you know. Okay. Well, anyway, let's just get off that subject. Well, that? actually before we do, um uh I because like ISIS pops up everywhere because it's like I mean it's like a real easy acronym I was reading yeah. about um, the GMO debate the other day and I found out that a group called ISIS is opposed to like uh, genetically modified crops that would have like helped people in the third world right so you know just everywhere you turn ISIS is just fucking things up for everyone yeah that's uh I mean that's that could like being opposed to GMO crops is you know, maybe, maybe we're getting too political here, but I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like uh, it could it could cause a famine. Let's put it that way. So they're just as bad as the terror group. Sorry, guys, if you're listening, ISIS is it an Australian group? No, because uh, uh, this was a an American thing, I think. Oh yeah. All right. Gumba, do you uh, up everything. do you eat genetically modified crops? I eat everything. Okay, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, so um, the uh, filmation produced this uh, Ghostbusters show in 1975. Um, the show is a uh, live action. This is, I'm just reading from Wikipedia, live-action children's situation comedy about a team of bumbling detectives who investigate ghost, ghostly occurrences. Now, they use the word, the term ghost very, very loosely in this. Mm. Yeah, in this episode, uh, you're encountering the ghost of Count Dracula. <laughs> is, it, is it the ghost of Count Dracula, or is it just Count Dracula? I think Mission Impossible says that it's the ghost of Count Dracula. Huh. Yeah. Well, but then they, um, but then they, they, they kill it at the end. Does it then become the ghost of the ghost of Count Dracula after that? Going too deep. <laughs> Maybe it goes to that, um, the lost souls room in, uh, in Beetlejuice. Mm. Too, too obscure. Another, another classic 80s film that I have not seen. You can see Beetlejuice, huh? I'd, I'd check it out if I were you. All right. So, um, Ghostbusters reunited. Forrest Tucker and Larry Storch in roles similar to their characters in F Troop. So, F Troop was a, um, I think early. Don't say comedy. Because <laughs> it's not. It's not, no, it's, it's, it's like a dramatic historical reenactment, historically ac accurate historical reenactment drama <laughs> comedy series. Dramedy. It's a dramedy. Which is more, <laughs> sort of like a Shonda Rhimes program. Uh, 
I think Shonda Rhimes should do a um, a show about uh, like a fort in the in the old it, west. There'd be just as many laughs in it, I'm sure. <laughs> and a lot, a lot more like uh, pop music. Um, so these two guys, Forrest Tucker and Larry Storch, uh, the Ghostbusters were, you know, there was three of them. One was Forrest Tucker. He played um, Kong. Now you, <laughs> you look at the you look at the the Ghostbusters and you see one as a a gorilla, and you think you figure that's probably gonna be uh, that's gonna be Kong, but no, no, in fact the Kong is the um, the tall sort of boss uh, with like <laughs> uh, vest over a sport jersey. With he's kind of like the straight man. Yeah, he's in the comedic. Yeah, he's a. He's a giant. He's this guy, Forrest Tucker. Um, he was like uh, six foot six or something like that. Um, like size fourteen and a half shoes. Uh, so he, he, you know, he was sort of a gorilla himself. Um, yeah. He died of throat cancer. <laughs> oh. <Sorry>. <laughs> Hoping somebody would react to that. Throat cat, probably from smoking, right? Well, I guess that's how every. That's like how most people died prior yeah. prior to the um, you know nineteen eighty nine. Isn't Betty Davis still alive? Um, you know, I don't. I'm not sure. Can we establish that? Well, oh, maybe not. I think uh, I've just I've listened to that damn robot episode so many times. <laughs> I think that uh, I now I completely forget. I think she does have Betty Davis eyes, though. So mm. that's I think that's a song. Um, yeah. So Forrest Tucker, Forrest Tucker plays Kong. Um, he also apparently was a, he was married like six times and had a little bit of a drinking problem. Probably, probably was drunk when they. Um, Films this episode. Well, can you blame him? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Spencer was the sort of the the second second banana to Kong. Also, pardon the uh, banana sort of gorilla thing reference. Not not mm-hmm. related at all. Um, he was played by Samuel. Uh, L. Jackson. No, sorry, Larry. Uh, Lawrence Samuel. Oh, Sorry, I, <laughs> I just said too much cereal before I before I started recording this. I just was having some uh, some indigestion. <laughs> indigestion. Uh, Lawrence Samuel Larry Storch, uh, born in, uh, 1923. I'm not sure why I started doing the radio voice. Uh, <laughs> he um, do, 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 do. he did voiceover stuff. Who's an F troop? Also, he's still alive. No, no uh, grim anecdotes about this guy yet. And what, what's it called when you're not the straight man in the duo? Uh, <laughs> I feel like you're setting me up for like um. What? Well, yeah, like there's gotta be a name for it. Um, uh, the the goofball, the screwball, the, the goof. The com- oh, yeah. oh, you know, it's probably the comic. The the. I was gonna say comic relief, but that's more of like in a more of a dramatic, yeah, setting, a break from the drama. Mm. I'm gonna Google it. We got to learn something today. Yeah. Opposite of straight man. Double okay. It's a double act. Also known as a comedy duo, a comic pairing in which humor is derived from the uneven relationship between two partners, usually of the same gender, age, ethnic origin, or profession, but drastically different in terms of personality or behavior. One member of the duo, the straight man, feed, deadwood, or stooge. So we got not only are we going to learn who the opposite of the straight man was, we got more words for straight man. I would like the feed. The feed. The feed? Feed. F-E-E-D. 
F is in feed. Oh, the feed. Yeah, the yeah. feed. It's like I don't know. It still sounds kind of kind of dirty though. Is portrayed <laughs> as reasonable, serious, while the other one, the funny man, <laughs> <laughs> or also banana man, mm-hmm. or comic. We, we can we can't get away from that. Yeah, theme. I was I I think I referred to um this this guy as the second banana so i was actually pretty close without you bang on without knowing it so he's the fee- he's the ba- he's the banana man to kong's feed mm-hmm. okay satisfied i'm i'm completely satisfied gumba i couldn't be happier okay the um gorilla whose name is tracy no we got a Spencer and a Tracy. That was a deliberate uh, thing, which kind of goes over my head because I don't really know who Spencer Tracy is, um, other than it's, that it's, it's a name. He's one of the greatest actors of his generation. Right. But this is the thing I think about... he was in Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I, no, I know. I remember who he is now. This is the thing about... Like... he must have been the dad because he's, he's not uh, yep. Sidney Poitier. Yeah, he looks... Um... Yeah, I definitely know who he is now. Um, he looks like um, the guy, like he could play like um, the old man in Up, the Pixar movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like, right. if they did like a live action version. Um, yeah, it's the funny thing about like these big um, classic like Hollywood actors is like you you know you're supposed to have like all this reverence for them, but like yeah, like nobody remembers them, you know. Spencer Tracy is yeah. probably not a good example. I think people probably remember him pretty well, but we hear about like Hollywood starlet, you know, so and so died, and it's like who? <laughs> and I think that's someday that's gonna happen with like Julia Roberts, who's gonna be die at like ninety five. Oh wow! And like so people are gonna like who? Oh, she was in Pretty Woman. What? What's that? That's a, what's that's not that? a hologram program that I watch in the future. <laughs> Uh, it's like every time we have these, like, all the, uh, you know, we, we have these reward shows with this reverence for these people. It's like it's funny just to, watch, to think about how they're going to be swallowed into the anonymous <laughs> black hole of time and in, in space, just transformed Gee, that's into a, nothingness. That's an forever. interesting way of looking at it. <laughs> so, uh, Tracy the gorilla was played by Bob Burns. Um, mm-hmm. So he's still alive. He's also um, a an archi- archivist and historian of Hollywood props, costumes, and screen paraphernalia from science fiction, fantasy, and horror motion pictures. Now, I didn't—I had no idea he was in this, but actually, um, I, I'm aware of Bob Burns because he had a segment um, on an old sci-fi channel science fiction um, news show called Sci-Fi Buzz that I used to watch um, in like the early 90s. The segment was called Bob's Basement, and hmm. um, Mike Jarek was the host of Sci-Fi Buzz. He went on to be- become a um, a Fox News correspondent, I think, on a morning show. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But he the, the segment was called Bob Bob's Basement, and he would go. This the host would go down into into Bob's basement and like look at look at his props and like try on you know hats and stuff. It was pretty fun. You could actually probably yeah. find that on YouTube if you wanted to. Just like search for Bob's Bob's basement. Something might come up. I don't know. So uh, there's that. So that's that's the guy that played the gorilla. He probably also has the gorilla suit still in his basement. I imagine he's getting quite old. He's probably has some mobility problems. Might not be able to get into the basement anymore. Um, that's also pretty sad to think about. <laughs> Maybe he had a stair lift installed. Yeah, like a a Stena stair lift. Do you guys have those? Uh, I mean, I don't personally have one, but I'm familiar. Okay, good. Um, so this particular episode of the Ghostbusters that I have forced you guys to watch. It's mm-hmm. called um, where'd it go? Oh, Vampire's Apprentice. Uh, the only reason I picked this really, one... <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. 
Yeah, I, I, there wasn't an apprentice in it, so I know I'm going to get ahead of you on that. Uh, <laughs> there was no mention of a, an apprentice. Um, it never came up that the vampire had an apprentice or that anybody would be an apprentice or the vampire was not, I don't think, an apprentice. I don't think the female vampire was an apprentice, but that's no, what I... the episode was called. So the 10th episode aired November 8th, 1975. 10th of 15 total ever made. So the um, fifth. Yeah. To, what? Fifth to last. Um, they say that they made. They actually made enough money to make a season two of this, but they thought, ah, no, nah, why bother? <laughs> yeah, they could. They could have done it. And frankly, you know, if they, um, if they had, it might have been a little bit more well known, and then. They might not have called Ghostbusters Ghostbusters. Yeah. Because of the, my understanding is that it it had nothing to do with this. It was just it was just a coincidence mm-hmm. that um, Dan Aykroyd call uh you know thought of this this ghost hunting movie, uh, which originally I think was going to be called Ghost Smashers. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be like. Dan Aykroyd and uh, John Belushi, um, mm-hmm. like doing. And he had to go and die. Yeah, he had to turn. He literally he turned into a ghost preemptively. So he could... <sighs> it was like the real, like he really super heroin powered ghost too. <laughs> Sorry, that's really, really bad. That is horrible. It's true. I, you know, I, because I, I think he did a like a speedball, which is heroin and cocaine. So you're right; it was not accurate. Gumba, you're correct. Heroin and cocaine. No, I meant it, it's horrible that you make jokes about it. It's not a joke. It's just a, it's a, a journalism. It's a difference. Uh, hey, I didn't mm-hmm. tell him. I didn't tell. I didn't tell him to do speedball. What do you think of that? Oh, can Snap. you prove that? <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't think. I, I don't think I was born yet. I don't. Uh, when did when did you, yeah. John Belushi die? Everyone says that. Oh, I couldn't um, do that, sir. I uh, I wasn't born yet. Yeah, he, that was um, Ted Cruz's excuse for for not murdering those people. Yeah, that's right. And we know we know he did. We know he did as a fact. It's a fact. Hey. And I was wrong, by the way. I I was um, almost one year old when. Belushi died. Aha! Uh-huh. It was March 5th, 1982. I was born May 1st, 1981. So, mm-hmm. it was, uh, almost, almost, I was not quite a year. So, I don't, but I, I don't think I had fully or at all mastered the, uh, the, the power of speech. So, I don't think I could have been very convincing. And my motor skills probably would not have been, um, good enough to put the needle in his arm, Gumba. Yeah, yeah, that does take. Some form of skill. Can you imagine, like a baby? Not really. You stab at it, and you know, it's like I just think that in this scenario, somebody would have had to fill a speedball of heroin and cocaine into a syringe and put it in my baby hand, and then put a comatose John Belushi near me. I don't think I still don't think I would be culpable for that, frankly. I guess not. It's kind of like that uh, thought experiment that um, Judith Thompson did where the babies crawl through the tunnels and, and launch nuclear missiles. <laughs> I, I haven't... Are you familiar with that one? I'm not familiar with that one. It sounds I think um, the, the, the crux of it is um, uh, would you be justified in um, you know retaliating with your missiles even though it's babies launching missiles at, at you? Yeah, I feel like... Probably the answer is yes, but I think I need to hear the full setup. <laughs> well, we'll 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 start a new podcast for that one. If, I, guess. I mean, if it's just if it's a purely preventative uh, gesture, just to destroy the apparatus through which the babies are able to launch these missiles, I think that would be the uh, the correct course of action, even if it resulted in the death of some babies, because the uh, you know it might prevent I... the death of further babies and babies to come. I think that's what Professor Thompson concluded as Good. well. Good. I should be a professor. You're right. <laughs> uh, so the Vampires of Francis uh, also guest starred Dina Dietrich as um, Lady Dracula. 
who just gives the just a superb performance. Yeah, she's she's actually the probably the best in the episode. And Billy Holmes, who literally chooses yeah. scenery. As yeah, it, it, it was, uh, she delivers an incredible snark. Sorry, what? Oh, <laughs> Dina, are you still talking about Dina Dietrich? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was very, very snarky. Um, with with um with the the count, I I almost felt like he was kind of like dropping the accent and doing like a kind of old Jewish man bit. Yeah, it was at very, points, very Borscht Belt. Yeah. Which, like, I could never quite tell because then he'd pick up the fake Transylvanian right after that. But yeah, he gave me a, a real uh, Larry David vibe. This guy. Yeah. But not 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 even not a, even a little bit as funny. You know, I mean, he, he was he was awful. No, 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 and not not menacing, not no. really appropriate as as you know the Prince of Darkness. It just seemed like he was uh, he was there to collect a paycheck, frankly. And just, just like only the one joke. The joke is that he flies around as a bat, and then he hits the wall, and then yeah. he turns into. Which I guess was kind of funny the first time, but they just they keep doing it. Well, there were there were a few. I kept laughing. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few other jokes involving his teeth, which. Uh... Oh yeah, which um, when they're out of his mouth, they're not uh, vampire teeth. They're just yeah, well, they standard couldn't... prop chattering teeth they couldn't afford the vampire chatter teeth but mm. um he did um at some point he had uh bit he, he bit a tree by accident and got stuck um he got went to the yeah, dentist um, yeah, yeah. and got his teeth lengthened somehow do you think he, they used like stem cells or something like that um uh... Like, it's we like, can we can only assume. Like going to the barber and asking them to add, you know, six inches. I guess he could do that with extensions. Yeah. Maybe I should do that for the rest of the summer. Something. That'd be rad. Get like a jean jacket, mm. get some extensions, be like a rocker guy. Gumba, what do you think? Really? Should I, should uh, I get some extensions? Uh, they will fit well with your lips. Uh, it's, that's offensive, but okay. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take the, uh, I'll take the criticism. Um, did you guys see the, um, the commercials they played in this, they had in this particular YouTube, uh, video? Kind of, kind of highlights. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. Just, like, 70s um, CBS commercials are just totally bananas, literally, because one of them involved a guy dressed as a banana with a class full of banana students. Yeah, and that was a commercial for some kind of hybrid between a marker and a crayon. I'm not I still Shit. not sure what that was. Uh, there was also a bad um, drop trip. It was a there was a, a Barbie Olympic Barbie. Yeah, Olympic Winter Olympic Barbie. Yeah. And that I think was um Casey Kasem doing the uh the uh, voiceover work for that commercial the, the radio guy yeah the radio guy also shaggy from scooby-doo oh okay right yeah sure. he's a he's a big name big name i think he might still be alive hmm. casey and the 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 marathon candy bar i thought um that advertisement uh was um extremely uh pornographic um jeez you know, I I don't recall that being pornographic. Uh, by the way, I was wrong. Just the Casey Casey. I mean, died like the the, the speedy guy, like who can't he does everything fast, but he eats the marathon bar slow. I mean, th that wasn't really pornographic. But then they have this one final shot where the the candy bar is just like being slowly pulled out of the wrapper, and it's oh, like kind of yeah, glistening yeah. in the yeah. light. And, right, that's uh, I just I would say that's inappropriate. For the for the time slot, yeah, that was that was actually very probably very deliberate. I mean, the uh, the most of modern advertising, um, including you know all, all through the 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 twentieth century, was was inspired by I think uh, Sigmund Freud's um, nephew or something. But he was very into sort of pairing, um, you know, sexual 
subliminal sexual imagery with 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 products and old, not old Lucian, yeah, or or, or just libid, libidinal general libid, libidinal urges, se- sexual or procreative or, yeah. or 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 um whatever the other one other ones are. It's been too long since my uh, since my uh, psych classes and university. <laughs> Um, and and then the rest of the ads was stupid as well. Yeah, uh, the there was a Seven Up commercial that was particularly uh, mm. horrifying in the, in the early going. Um, I didn't know what it was, what it was for, until like the last yeah two seconds of the commercial. Um, mm-hmm. So the Ghostbusters, uh, the basic uh, every episode works the same. They uh. There's sort of like an initial, um, there's a what is what is what is the uh, there's a cold open, that's what they call it, right? With the uh, pre pre credit sequence that introduces the, the the monster of the week, and they are monsters, they're not ghosts. Like, come on, it's really stupid. Like, who, whoever whoever decided to call this the Ghostbusters is like just dumb, it's a dumb person. Like, I, I, you know, let me just take a look it's... here. <laughs> it's like monumentally coincidental. 1975. Oh, shit. Filmation. Okay, I gotta do this, like, circuitous route to find it again. Ghostbusters. And for some reason, the... Don't worry, guys. I'll cut this out. <laughs> I'll cut this out of the, the podcast later. Uh, Bill Nation. I'm trying to Google. This is a really good point I'm about to make. Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, shit. No, you know, I don't know if Wikipedia is to be uh, believed on this, but um, uh, like according to what I read, the ghost this series was just released on dvd in australia literally this week really yeah like on monday it's a, a really happy coincidence i'm sure that has something to do with it must do yeah the uh the movie coming out yeah okay sorry i'm still uh okay here we go so so here all told of the ghosts they deal with. Okay, so this makes sense. So, a mummy. Can we consider a mummy to be a ghost? I mean, it's a dead Not thing. Not really. But yeah. Like, it's corporeal. Yeah. What about Dr. Frankenstein and his monster? So, I guess that's going to be the ghost of Dr. Frankenstein, right? I think it's just the guy. So, like, that's not a ghost. No, I see uh. there's... Um, the Red Baron, so that's clearly going to be like the ghost of the Red Baron. So that's, I guess yeah. that that, that job. Maybe, yeah. If if they were consistent in that way, because they've got also got Billy the Kid, mm-hmm. um, also then, dead. Yeah. So that so if it was just like dead historical figures, that would make a lot more sense. But it's a mix of dead historical figures and monsters. So it's like I don't even know what they mean by ghost here. Um, in, in in fairness, since ghosts aren't real, there isn't actually a definition for them. Like it's not, there's no <laughs> way to define a, something that isn't real unless you just make up a definition. So like, yeah. I guess your made up definition is as good as mine. Um, I I never figured out how a marshmallow man could be a ghost anyway. I mean, like, what was he when he was alive? I well, think... technically, what he, he he wasn't a ghost. He was uh, the incarnation of a god. Oh, that's that's interesting. I have not seen Ghostbusters. That's that's a, a surprise, but also um... actually, um, I have I have incarnation no, of the ghost. Uh, I have no nostalgic uh, connection to the the Ghostbusters franchise, but for one thing, uh, as You're this is young? my one. Uh, well, I mean, like I've seen Return of the Jedi, so like you know, I've seen movies from before my time. But but uh, the the one connection that I that I have uh, with Ghostbusters is when I was in high school in the U.S. Um, I had uh, a classmate who I look I I guess 
he kind of felt like a, a, a bully at the time, but mm-hmm. then like he wasn't really like doing anything that was particularly serious. But um, he, he used at one point uh, the film Ghostbusters 2 as a sarcastic pretext for seducing me. <laughs> so that's my that's my only nostalgic connection to Ghostbusters. Uh, is it would it be too much to ask to um, ask for more details on how the, how he did that? Yeah. So um, uh, he he uh, I think we we're in like health class or something, right. and he asked me if I'd seen Ghostbusters two, and I was like already uncomfortable, um, and uh, he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's a real classic film," and then. Um, uh, oh, oh, maybe, maybe you could come over sometime and uh, uh, and we could watch it. And and then his his cronies uh, went. Uh, He's trying to get in your pants. That's really strange. so. Like, yeah, like it's a it's. I don't even know if you can call it bullying. Like it it made me uncomfortable at the time, but like it. I I don't know if it fits any classic, like. Yeah, it's it sounds like it sounds like bullying to me. Um, I mean, there, there's also a, a, po- a strong possibility that he actually did want to get in your pants, and that they were sort of making a joke about it without knowing that he wanted to. Uh, Is that possible? I guess he was a very sexually ambiguous guy, right? But you know, it's entirely possible to bully someone whilst also being sexually ambiguous, right? It's hard for me to, because um, I like I try to picture this, but then I put it like back in time when I was in high school, um, and I, I, I when, when what year was this? Oh gee, um, it would have been two thousand and six or seven. So like, I, I you know even between two thousand six and seven and today, I'm I'm sure there's been significant progress in in our in our schools. I say ours and like generally Western civilization, but um, I I can attest to that. Yes, there has been. But I would say even even you know between 2007 and when I was in high school and probably uh, let's say the mid to late 90s, uh, I think there was it's probably like a completely black and white change. It's like I just I remember just rampant vicious homophobia from from every from, from every angle so when i when i think back it's like just clear cut just total asshole behavior but maybe there was a little bit of a mixed kind of winky i don't know I, it sounds like bullying to me <laughs> are you is this uh is this making you uncomfortable right now james well it it at least makes for a um a good story like you know no one was no one was physically injured and to be honest i wasn't really even psychologically scarred it's just uh, it, so it, it, i wish it made more sense like what is the like okay ghostbusters 2 is a, a good movie from the past do you want to come over and watch it with me like what is what is the what is the catch there like is it the um, ooze? Is it like an let, ooze thing? The, the catch is let's let's mess with James. Right. Well, it worked because here we we're still talking about it. Mm-hmm. Thirty years later. Gee, maybe I should um, look that guy up. You should tell him that that he's he's left is an that, impression. Uh, is that in dog years or internet years? <laughs> uh, it's internet years. Sure. Um. So anyway, Ghostbusters, um, how did we get on the subject? I forget. Uh, I think I was vamping because you were trying to look up something. Oh, yeah, I was looking up um, other fake ghosts in this show. Um, oh, right. So anyway, it's a shit show. There's no there's no reason to talk about it. I, as soon as I started watching it, I regretted changing the subject of the podcast, to be honest. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's 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 so broad. Like the it's broader than like it opens like um, Plan Nine from Outer Space, but it's broader than Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, I think like Vampire is you know hamming it up even to a greater degree. This is what like most TV was like, and this is like just the stuff that oh, people just... never see because nobody's bothered to like 
preserve it. Like the only reason we watch this is because it happened to be named in the same way as a, 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 a movie made 10 years after it. Um, but it's, it, yeah, it sucks. It's like really stupid. And it's like, it's like really confident and it's like, this is, this is entertainment. It's a very like vaudeville kind of like we're old, yeah, yeah. old world performers doing our, doing our shtick. Like, like, mm. the, like there's a scene where, um, like they've got these like giant filing cabinets full of, I guess, like files about ghosts. Mm-hmm. And like, there was a scene where just like, um, Spencer just had to get a file on Dracula and it just like, all right, as soon as, as soon as he started to get the file, like there was this gag where like the drawer was started messing with him. Like it started opening and was like, <laughs> all right. It was like, hilarious. It's like, it was, it was like, it just a total waste of time. Like what, how is this helping p- progress the, the story? The drawer. There is no story. There was a story. The Count and Countess of Luxembourg. It's thinner than a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't even bother. They, I mean, they it, and I think they knew it was shit at the time too. Is this that thing? Yeah. Pro- well, they made the whole thing in like less than ten weeks. Like the the whole series. Yeah. Gumba, uh, do you have a defense? <laughs> Not really. Okay. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was it was screwball. It was screwball left 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 mm-hmm. right. Um. Few notes. But you can say um, that the the formula is actually like kind of surprisingly similar to what Ghostbusters ended up being because they got like you know they got a theme song which in this case is dreadful. Yeah, it's like like you can't even call it music, but it's still you know it's still a theme song. And then they've got like a a signature car, like yep. the Ghostbusters. They have a car. And and then they got this like ghost tech with like the the disintegrator thing or whatever yeah. it is. I actually, which kind of seems like a proton beam. I strongly suspect that Dan Aykroyd um, had seen this, and that <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't, I haven't. I mean, I did do research on this, and it seems like everything points to this being like having nothing to do with Ghostbusters. But it's like you know, that's not really how. Um, like the creative process works, right? I mean, like he could have seen yeah. this and forgotten. He could have seen this and sort of borrowed from it. Like, oh, this is so stupid. You know, what what a hilarious, <laughs> stupid thing. I'm going to put it. I Now I have to rewrite my insane um, interdimensional ghost wizard script that I had with John Belushi. I'm going to reference this stupid show, kids show, which at the time, I mean, this is when like, you know, Dan Aykroyd was like probably like a fully formed adult comedian, right? I mean, yeah, probably just pretty was like, much. Like, like hungover watching like Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, maybe hadn't even been to bed yet from like a bender or something, and like this came on, and like he yeah. thought it was like really funny. I, I I I guarantee he saw it though. Yeah, I'm just hearing that. Uh, Stairway to Heaven uh, lawsuit song playing in my head now. <laughs> should, well, I mean, I think there was a lot of interaction between Filmation and um, Columbia Pictures around this topic. So I think if there was any opportunity for uh, for for lawsuits, they were they they've missed it. Yeah, they would have they would have gone there. Yeah, well, signed their rights away. So the interesting thing is, if you can call it that, um, I mean, Filmation handled this really badly because. Um, so they made this show in 1975. Um, Columbia Pictures um, was producing Ghostbusters in 1984, and it turned out that you know they had they had the rights to the name. Filmation had the rights to the name, so Columbia Pictures paid Filmation, I think, five hundred thousand um, dollars, and one percent of the profits from Ghostbusters, <laughs> which. But only, uh, but only for but it was uh, net profits, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, I think uh, yeah they paid uh, to use uh, the 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 name, but mm-hmm. only for the movie. Only for the movie, yeah. Which is why the cartoon show was called the Real Ghostbusters. Well, you're uh, you're getting ahead of me, Gumba, because 
there's more there's more to the story than that they actually could have at the time if they were smart and they admitted this later mm. only provided the name since they were uh, an animation company yeah active animation company they could have offered the name for nothing on the condition that they had the animation rights to mm-hmm. the movie uh, which they didn't do <sighs> they just didn't think of it so ultimately <laughs> there was a, there were talks for filmation to do the um, the cartoon version and then ultimately Columbia went with um, dick DIC the animation nice. studio <laughs> that produced um, Inspector Gadget. What a oh, what right. a name! What a name to call a, 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 a company that makes cartoons for children. Yeah, it was actually at the end of these all of their cartoons. They had they actually had a kid saying the name, and they very deliberately made them say Deek. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was like. It just sounds like a foreigner saying it. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. I'm not sure if it might might have been. I'm not. I'm not sure, but I, I remember thinking it was funny even then, um, or maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe particularly then. Uh, Inspector Gadget, I do have a nostalgic connection to, yeah, because maybe, of the Matthew Broderick film. Yeah, maybe we should have uh, just covered Inspector Gadget instead. That would have been better. I I watched. <laughs> I actually watched the. Um, I didn't watch any episodes of the the horrendous. All right, so to your point, Gumba, when when um, when they 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 realized they didn't have to work with Funimation because all they had to do was just slightly change the name, uh, <laughs> and they and they didn't have to you know worry about these guys. They just called it the real Ghostbusters, which is like. Like kind of a double fuck you because obviously uh, Funimation, <laughs> a bit not Funimation, the uh, Filmation uh, Ghostbusters came first, but the uh, <laughs> these were the Ghostbusters that anybody actually uh, gave a shit about. So that's as real as anything else, right? Mm-hmm. Well, for what it's worth, I actually saw um, the Ghostbusters cartoon, uh, the um, that based the one based on the live action series mm-hmm. first. Yeah. Same, so I was a bit, I was a bit disappointed. Um, I was a big fan when I was a child yeah. because I was stupid. Um, <laughs> and when I saw the real Ghostbusters, I uh, first thought it was uh, um, that one, right. and I was very disappointed when it when uh, it turned out to be uh, based on the movie, which yeah. I hadn't seen at that point. That's that's an interesting reversal. Um, I think that a lot of a lot of kids in the 80s probably had the opposite experience hoping for to see Peter Venkman and um, and Egon and uh, Ray <laughs> and getting these uh, fucking losers uh, uh, so maybe I mean like I don't think we probably did a very good job covering the events of the, uh, the live action Ghostbusters cartoon, but this could be a good transition point since we, uh, we probably should wrap this up, you know, pretty pretty soon. Uh, but just to talk about the uh, the cartoon uh, <laughs> Ghostbusters, which was just called the Ghostbusters. Um, so I actually thought this huh? was um, better than the yeah live action. I it, it's definitely better. It's very very eighty. I like 80s. I like the phone. Yeah, it's it's very it's, much rooted in like the of the time where it's like it's basically like Masters of the Universe, like He Man mm, type yeah. show, but it's like with, with a different skin, with quite a bit of Scooby Doo thrown in. Yeah, it's like a it's like a combination of of of. I mean that that villain was just Skeletor. It was like a robot Skeletor, robot Skeletor. And he had he, yeah. had he had like um like a weasel on his shoulder who's I think I have all of the character names down here, but basically so the cartoon was produced uh, after the after the deal with Columbia fell through, and the mm-hmm. animation rights of the the 1984 Ghostbusters movie went to 
Dick, Filmation <laughs> uh, decided to make its own, which was a, a smart play because I mean it, it actually lasted like I think uh, two seasons. They probably made some pretty good money entirely off of this this sort of bait and switch trading off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Early the, mockbuster. Yeah, and the um, the premise of the show was that they were the like the the sons of the characters in the um in the original TV show that nobody remembered. Um mm-hmm. you know, they were just like they were just kinda of winking and pretending like anybody anybody cared about this stupid show they made <laughs> uh at, at that point twelve years prior, maybe eleven years prior. Um so that's Jake Kong Junior, Eddie Spencer Junior, Trace of the Gorilla reprises his role. Um <laughs> so this is just bonkers it's totally bonkers which would make him the senior partner <laughs> it's true so but he's not yeah, he's, he still leader. drives yeah i forgot to i actually forgot to mention that that the ape he can't speak but he can drive the car mm. uh, which, you know it's, he's it's probably the most intelligent member of the team probably mm. he doesn't really make um monkey noises or ape noises he just sort of he makes like uh strange like pig grunts yeah. Anyway, um, this uh, this Ghostbusters cartoon is totally totally crazy. Uh, it's got a time traveling character named Futura, who is mm-hmm. a, an alluring purple skinned woman from the future who is a Ghostbuster in her own time. Yeah. And she has a flying scooter named Time Hopper, which can uh, and can predict what's going to happen in the present time as well as being telekinetic. Wait, is the scooter telekinetic? I don't recall the scooter. Um, Might not have been in this episode. There was a... Um, oh, they had a pink bat who could mm-hmm. named Belfry, who was like another sidekick that could emit a sonic scream. Um, there was a... they their, their car actually was a sentient character uh, named mm-hmm. Ghost, Ghost Bunny... Ghost Buggy Junior, aka GB, and he had like a, he had kind of a an effete Southern accent. Uh, uh, Madam Y, a fortune telling Roma, who speaks with a European accent and resides in a wagon. That would not fly today. No, they had a um, a a talking skull phone named Ansabone. <laughs> and also a talking uh, skull television named Skellivision. Nice. Uh, these... Basically the precursor to today's smart TV. Right, yes. Yes. Yeah. That's where they got the idea. So I think the most notable thing for me about this show is that there's a one minute and 30 second long transformation sequence that they go through. A la, yeah. a la Sailor Moon, but much longer. And also... And they, I think they do it in every episode, They too. do it in every episode, the exact same sequence of animation for so a, a minute and 30 costs. seconds. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah, something cutting funny. costs. I, uh, uh, they, they did a lot uh, of uh, saving frames. Uh, yeah. I noticed, you know, um, where they only... Uh, <laughs> Quite a very noticeable only uh, uh, animate uh, parts of the body. Right. Ah, uh, right. Right. Yeah, that's. While that's... the limbs make uh, movements that normally would. Uh, um, you uh, might use your whole body. At, at least drag the rest of the body with them. Yeah. Right. That's fine with me. I mean, they, they were trying to save some money. Like, this is a, but, this is um, a, a dollar store this, production this... here. This, this transformation sequence, there's something kind of odd about it. And that's that there's the spider web that zaps you naked. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. I mean, the whole thing is weird because why do they even... Can't they just change into these clothes? They're just normal clothes. Yeah. They're not... Like Sailor Moon I mean, puts on some kind of like ethereal, yeah. magical schoolgirl uniform from, the sp- from space or something. I don't know. Is that ever explained <laughs> in that show? But it's like oh dear, probably not. <laughs> but I mean, even even there, okay, that at least that's fine because at least it's happening like in in place. 
Here they have to go through this like insane, like enormous <laughs> chamber filled with like conveyor belts and machines and lots of skulls and giant heads, and just mm-hmm. just for like robotic arm, skeletal arms to put like a, a jacket on them. I mean, I guess yeah. was this tongue in cheek? Were they being tongue in cheek here? Oh, probably not. It's, it's it's pretty of the genre. Yeah. Just a just sta- standard thing. It's, I think it's yeah. I think it's just kind of a a questionable extension of the of the trope. Yeah, like it's like they just don't need this mechanism at all. And it looks like, frankly, it would cost. Now I don't know, um, you know how magic. Works, oh boy. But Imagine the upkeep on that sucker. It's, it's either funded by like a, a, you know millions of dollars or lots of magic. And I feel like magic still has some kind of cost, right? I mean, like, you can't just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, this isn't very well covered in uh, maybe this show, but, uh, you know, it's like there's got to be some some costs associated here. I don't know why they can't just put these clothes got to mine the pixie dust. Yeah. So that's insane. Mine to Texas. If you didn't watch the Ghostbusters cartoon... Um, and I, I certainly didn't watch the whole episode. The one that I um, linked was a um, really strange. Uh, it was offensive actually because they were uh, covered. The, yeah, it was the, the Salem witch trials. Salem witch trials, and basically found a way to make it seem to be like that. The first of all, the Salem witch trials were were justified <laughs> because they <Yeah. laughs> there were there was indeed an evil witch that should have been killed. Uh, um. It's yeah, I, problematic. I, I have a real problem with that trope because, like, you see it everywhere. Like, Scooby-Doo did it at one point, yeah. and, like, horror movies are still doing it. Like, oh, what if the witches were real? Yeah. No, guys, the, the witches weren't real. Those were innocent women who were yeah. killed by religious fanatics. They, they were these were people that were murdered for no reason. Yeah. And even if they had, the, the, the best reason they could possibly have come up with is that they were a different religion than them, which is still... Bar mm. completely bar. That's that's ISIS. We're talking about these guys are like <laughs> ISIS level shit here. I mean, come on. Plus, and not even to speak yeah. of the fact that this was going on for like, you know, what, like three hundred years in Europe, and like probably at the cost of like you know millions of lives over the course of that mm-hmm. time. This was just for like the sake of like, oh, I'm going to take this person's entire estate by saying that they're a witch and killing <laughs> them and taking all their money. That's what the state was doing. And this yeah. is this is exact same. But here we are in in, in 1986 making a show about a, 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 a evil witch that's being. I mean, I, 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 don't know. Like the witch that's like haunting the house. I don't really know what her deal is, but she doesn't seem to be present in the Salem back then. Yeah. And um, so you say you didn't watch the whole episode. I watched. I got up to the point where they got to old Salem, and I. I, I something diverted my attention they, away from it. They do kind of do a little better than we're we're giving them credit for. In the end, um, uh, the the town bigot he he kind of learns a lesson, but it it's a lesson that's kind of learned out of nowhere. Um, they kind of wreck that by then tarring and feathering uh, Skeletor. <laughs> so they like you know like kind of not really learning their lesson right. if they're still tarring and feathering people. Also, there was a little well, bit of Well, it's better than burning them or drowning them. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like that's what they were like, actually hung. Um, they weren't tarred and feathered and run out of town on a rail. They were killed. They were they were executed. Right, yeah. And that, that, that's another whitewash. It's like it's a little bit too sensitive to talk about in a children's show. So let's pretend they did something mm. more benign. But we'll also change history in the process. Um, <laughs> okay. How about just not have it in your show? Like if you... You can't do, okay. Or, or you know, don't be lazy and use the lazy trope of, oh, what if the witches were real? And instead, you know, write a smart show. Well, it's come on. Hey, look at who we're talking about here. This is like, this is the bottom. Of, this is the bottom yeah. of the bottom of the barrel of like, probably all creative endeavor in all of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a commercial, commercialized uh, <laughs> knockoff. Of, of, a, of a knockoff of something that was horrible to begin with. It's like it's it's like eighteen layers of terrible. Uh, I'm glad we're talking about it. This is a good use of our time, guys. Yeah, it's great. 
Um, and then at the end of the episode, they have a little uh, "What did we learn?" segment where the, the underused bat uh, talks to—I think he talks to the TV or something. Is it Belfry? Um, yeah, Belfry the bat. Um, he, he talks about what we learned, and um, he says that uh, the people of Salem were afraid of the unknown. Mm-hmm. That's. Um, and uh, when you're afraid of the dark, you're, you're not really afraid of the dark. You're just afraid of what you can't see. Uh, is that yeah, really so? We the we tried to learn then? a lesson. Is that the lesson? Um, I think it's a very very clumsy know. lesson. <laughs> and the fact that there are still real witches in this episode. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, kind of Undermines the whole thing. Right. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm offended. In hindsight. And, and foresight. I'd, I'd, I'd really like to watch uh, the Daniel Day-Lewis The Crucible because then I feel like I could be more um, indignant about these things. Should that be like the next um, podcast, The Crucible? It really? Um, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. Because uh, I, I, I think the comedic elements probably aren't there. Yeah. I just feel like it, it would it would really help me in being uh, holier than thou with this whole the witches weren't real thing. Right. Let's try to avoid that. Just kidding. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think we kind of got to the bottom of this. Did either of you see the uh, the new Ghostbusters yet? No. Well, no. I, no nostalgic connection aside right. from someone you know sarcastically threatening to rape me so well i i I don't have a i mean i i was perfectly uh in the uh, uh, at the right age to uh you know i was a little bit too young when ghostbusters first came out but i do remember like in the years after uh just lots and lots of toys and things like that so i mean i Uh i should have this this nostalgic connection it doesn't really Uh have a particular resonance for me personally uh but I did. I saw the new one because it. Um, first of all, I, I you know I wanted to like it because um, there's been yeah. so much like you know contrarianism you, around it. And, you, and, you didn't want to be a, a sexist internet yeah, it's, man. Yeah, just it's total total wall of misogyny. Like uh, you know, I, I I don't even think I think I need to get into that. It's just been so well worn. <laughs> uh, but I will say, non spoiler review, it was okay. Okay. It was pretty That's good. Nice. I enjoyed it. Uh, Paul Paul Feig, Feig is the director. He did um, Feig. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, he's, spy. he's generally pretty good, isn't he? And that's that's sort of what I was thinking. Like I would go to see uh, any what what is you know I'd see whatever he came out with, right? It's pretty serviceable entertainment, and that's what it was. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, for it's it's probably better than like the RoboCop remake or the Total Recall remake. Yeah, there was some there was some uh, some stuff in there that was kind of stupid, which is to be expected. Oh. Um, there was some pretty pretty bad uh, stuff, but there was also some pretty pretty good stuff. Yeah, pretty good. Give it good a to hear. I, I give it a C, solid C. C. So this because is you saw it. A C for saw, because that's what that letter that word starts with. Mm-hmm. All right, any uh, any closing thoughts from you, Gumba? Not really, no. Have you ever seen a ghost? Uh, I've seen myself in the mirror. Does that count? Depends on how uh, pale you are. Because are, are we having I'm like a sixth pale. sense twist here? <laughs> have, have we been like, have we been talking to a, a dead man this entire time? Well, according to the logic of ghosts, it's basically we're all we're all just ghosts anyway, riding around in our like. Uh, our meat mechs, now, right? Cartesian like, shells. There's no no difference between our our soul in the body and out of the body. So you know, it's like we're ghosts anyway, right? It's just like incidental. Our meat the overcoats. Yeah, but since it's all made up and and wrong and fake anyway, um, you know, that's just that's just as valid as any other view, right? Uh, no. <laughs> How dare you? Among my among my many uh, strongly held philosophical positions, as uh, I am a, a, a vehement non-dualist. Yeah, I am. Uh, I am also a non-dualist. So, 
we don't have there to you have go. I, have, I have never I have never dueled anyone <laughs> in my whole life. Gumba, That's excellent. You, That's wonderful to hear. So you stole my joke, Gumba. Come on, pal. Come on. Uh all right guys. Well I, I don't wanna I don't wanna keep uh keep you guys up too late here. I know it's kinda probably pre a lot pretty late up there in Australia. Probably sorta late in Switzerland. I don't it's know. evening. Evening, yeah. Time for dinner. You probably have a pretty good sense of time with all those clocks around, for right, Gumba? Like a <laughs> sort of a sixth sense for clock times. Sorry, this is going it's off the rails. Gotta go. Gotta get in this. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thanks a lot for, for tuning in, James. Uh, glad to have you back on the program. Um, Thank you. Touch and go for a while there, but you made it through. Um, best of luck in the future. And uh, Gumba, thanks also, as always, for joining. Um, I hope it wasn't too terrible for you. And this gives you a lot of agita. It's a word. Look it up. Okay. Can you say so? I believe you. Okay, guys. Well, hell, for me, hell do, knows no degrees. Okay, do, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll close with an acapella. Ghostbusters. Come back, you gotta do it. <laughs> 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 you get a call. call. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> 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 Alright, see you later. Guys. Good night. Bye.